Book 1, Title 1, Chapter 3, Duration and Effect of Penalties, Section 2, Effects of the Penalties According to Their Respective Nature. Article 30, Effects of the Penalties of Perpetual or Temporary Absolute Disqualification. The penalties of perpetual or temporary absolute disqualification for public office shall produce the following effects. Number one, the deprivation of the public offices and employments which the offender may have held, even if conferred by popular election. Number two, the deprivation of the right to vote in any election for any popular elective office or to be elected to such office. Number three, the disqualification for the offices or public employments and for the exercise of any of the rights mentioned. In case of temporary disqualification, such disqualification as is comprised in paragraphs two and three of this article shall last during the term of the sentence. Number four, the loss of all rights to retirement pay or other pension for any office formerly held. Again, that was Article 30, Effects of the Penalties of Perpetual or Temporary Absolute Disqualification. Next, Article 31, Effects of the penalties of perpetual or temporary special disqualification. The penalties of perpetual or temporary special disqualification for public office, profession, or calling shall produce the following effects. Number one, the deprivation of the office, employment, profession, or calling affected. Number two, the disqualification for holding similar offices or employments either perpetually or during the term of the sentence according to the extent of such disqualification. Again, that was Article 31, Effects of the Penalties of Perpetual or Temporary Special Disqualification. Next. Article 32, Effects of the Penalties of Perpetual or Temporary Special Disqualification for the Exercise of the Right of Suffrage. The Perpetual or Temporary Special Disqualification for the Exercise of the Right of Suffrage shall deprive the offender perpetually or during the term of the sentence according to the nature of said penalty, of the right to vote in any popular election for any public office or to be elected to such office. Moreover, the offender shall not be permitted to hold any public office during the period of his disqualification. Again, that was Article 32. Effects of the Penalties 
of perpetual or temporary special disqualification for the exercise of the right of suffrage. Next, Article 33, Effects of the Penalties of Suspension from any public office, profession, or calling, or the right of suffrage. The suspension from public office, profession, or calling, and the exercise of the right of suffrage shall disqualify the offender from holding such office or exercising such profession or calling or right of suffrage during the term of the sentence. The person suspended from holding public office shall not hold another having similar functions during the period of his suspension. Again, that was Article 33, Effects of the Penalties of Suspension from any public office, profession, or calling, or the right of suffrage. Next, Article 34, Civil Interdiction. Civil interdiction shall deprive the offender during the time of his sentence of the rights of parental authority or guardianship either as to the person or property of any ward, of marital authority, of the right to manage his property, and of the right to dispose of such property by any act or any conveyance inter vivos. Again, that was Article 34, Civil Interdiction. Next, Article 35, Effects of Bond to Keep the Peace. It shall be the duty of any person sentenced to give bond to keep the peace to present two sufficient sureties who shall undertake that such person will not commit the offense sought to be prevented, and that in case such offense be committed, they will pay the amount determined by the court in its judgment, or otherwise to deposit such amount in the office of the clerk of the court to guarantee said undertaking. The court shall determine according to its discretion, the period of duration of the bond. Should the person sentenced fail to give the bond as required, he shall be detained for a period which shall in no case exceed six months if he shall have been prosecuted for a grave or less grave felony and shall not exceed 30 days if for a light felony. Again, that was Article 35, Effects of Bond to Keep the Peace. Next, Article 36, Pardon Its Effects. A pardon shall not work the restoration of the right to hold public office or the right of suffrage unless such rights be expressly restored by the terms of the pardon. A pardon 
shall in no case exempt the culprit from the payment of the civil indemnity imposed upon him by the sentence. Again, that was Article 36, Pardon, Its Effects. Next, Article 37, Cost. What are included? Costs shall include fees and indemnities in the course of the judicial proceedings, whether they be fixed or unalterable amounts previously determined by law or regulations in force or amounts not subject to schedule. Again, that was Article 37. Cost. What are included? Next, Article 38, Pecuniary Liabilities, Order of Payment. In case the property of the offender should not be sufficient for the payment of all his pecuniary liabilities, the same shall be met in the following order. Number 1. The reparation of the damage caused. Number 2. Indemnification of the consequential damages. Number 3. The fine. Number 4. The costs of the proceedings. Again, that was Article 38. Pecuniary Liabilities. Next, Article 39. Subsidiary Penalty. If the convict has no property with which to meet the fine mentioned in paragraph 3 of the next preceding article, he shall be subject to a subsidiary personal liability at the rate of one day for each amount equivalent to the highest minimum wage rate prevailing in the Philippines at the time of the rendition of judgment of conviction by the trial court subject to the following rules. Number 1. If the principal penalty imposed be prisión correccional or arresto and fine, he shall remain under confinement until his fine referred in the preceding paragraph is satisfied, but his subsidiary imprisonment shall not exceed one-third of the term of the sentence, and in no case shall it continue for more than one year, and no fraction or part of a day shall be counted against the prisoner. Number 2. When the principal penalty imposed be only a fine, the subsidiary imprisonment shall not exceed six months if the culprit shall have been prosecuted for a grave or less grave felony and shall not exceed 15 days if for a light felony. Number 3. When the principal penalty imposed is higher than prisión correctional, no subsidiary imprisonment shall be imposed upon the culprit. Number 4. If the principal penalty imposed is not to be executed by confinement in a penal institution, 
but such penalty is of fixed duration. The convict, during the period of time established in the preceding rules, shall continue to suffer the same deprivations as those of which the principal penalty consists. And number five, the subsidiary personal liability which the convict may have suffered by reason of his insolvency shall not relieve him from the fine in case his financial circumstances should improve. As amended by Republic Act Number 10159, April 10, 2012. Again, that was Article 39, Subsidiary Penalty. And that was the last article for Book 1, Title 3, Chapter 3, Section 2, Effects of the Penalties According to Their Respective Nature.